I'm Joe Beachboard. And I'm Dr. Dennis Davis. And this is Workplace Strategies Update. Welcome, everyone, to the program. This is episode number 12. I'm here with Dr. Dennis Davis. Number 12. Yeah, three to go after this. Three to go. Three more because we're just a month away from workplace strategies. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got some exciting stuff to talk about without, the, without respect to the program today. And we've got two very special guests. Two very special guests. Absolutely we do, right. We do indeed. The first one is Shafika Garatani, who is the host of our virtual Workplace Strategies 2021. And also joining us to discuss some new developments regarding marijuana and the workplace, we have Tay Phillips. And we're going to, of course, wrap up with our popular What You Drinking? I have my bottle. And I have the winning bottle. I'd like to take a second and thank all of you for joining us, whether you're on the video or on the podcast. If you're on the podcast, be sure to subscribe. We are now available on Spotify or Apple or anywhere you get your podcasts. Remember, we have certain principles at this program. Dennis, what are those? The number one is substance. And also swag. And wine. And competition, which Absolutely. leads us to SSWC. Absolutely. The principles of the program. Absolutely. A lot of substance today. A lot of substance today. Not a lot of swag. We've been light on the swag We've been for light weeks on the now. swag for a while. we got to do something about that. We do. We Three do. Three weeks to go. Remember, swag means stuff we all get, and a lot of people are not getting stuff. Stuff we all get. That's what swag is. Really? Yes. Huh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Uh, I learned something here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, each week we talk about a wine. Last week. I we, had the mixed blacks, Gerard. Uh, and I had the sheriff from Buena Vista. Yes. Uh, after our guest speakers, we'll talk a little bit about which story you thought was the best story. Got the silver medal this week. Very <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> you sure. go, America. You go. Um, hard, hard to believe. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, and also we'll announce who wins one of those two bottles of wine, either the Mixed Black or the Sheriff. Remember, there's two ways that you can win. Uh, if you're in the video audience, you just participate in the poll at the end where you'll get to vote on which one of our stories this week you like. Just by being in the podcast audience and subscribing to the podcast, you get included each week in the bowl. Big bowl, really big bowl. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, and we'll pick one winner. From that, and you can actually be entered twice if you vote in the poll and the big subscribe bowl. to the podcast. Makes the bowl even bigger. Absolutely right. Absolutely that. right. And uh, after all of that, when we draw, Dennis would love to serve, send you a bottle of wine. It'll be coming from Joe. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that, uh, Dennis. You know, before we dive into the normal agenda, it seems to me that it is appropriate that we take a moment yeah. and recognize George Floyd's death. One year ago this week. One year ago this week. I agree. Important yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. And so, Dennis, you know, you're in the business of working with people yes. and specifically working with people in the workplace. And yes. you've been doing this a long time. Yes. So what's different today from a year ago? You know, a year and a half ago, Joe, we were insistent in the workplaces that we weren't going to allow people to talk about certain things. And employers constantly said, no, 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 you can't talk about this. But today, uh, people are saying, listen, you know what, I need to talk about this. I read a study a couple weeks ago that said that uh, the average American spends better than 90,000 hours 
during their lifetime at work, 90,000 hours. Wow. So there is no way I'm going to go and spend that amount of time and not talk about things that matter to me. So we're talking about these things uh, no matter what. So in your training, Dennis, do you find that people are more participatory? In other, and they're becoming more engaged, asking more questions, wanting to talk about more issues, whereas maybe it was more passive previously? Yeah, uh, it's interesting you talk about uh, passive. I'm thinking passion. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of the discussions these days are passionate on this side and on that side. Uh, people are not going to be hushed. They're going to talk about things. They're going to share their experiences. And the discussions are far more passionate these days. Hmm. Yeah. We have a session, a general session, in fact, on employee expression. Yes, in, I can't wait to hear in the workplace. Yeah, can't I think wait to hear it's it. It's going to raise some of these issues. So, but so, Dennis, so where do we go from here? Well, I think where we go from here is uh, what's important is teaching employees how to have these conversations. Okay, it's one thing uh, to talk about the fact that I need to express myself uh, and I want to bring my authentic self to work and be real and be me, uh, but. Let's talk about how we need to talk about these things and still be respectful uh, and afford dignity and respect to everyone in the workplace. That's where we're going next. Yeah. Great insights. Thanks, Dennis, for uh, sharing that. Let's Absolutely. now turn to workplace strategies. So as I mentioned, the program is just a month away. Yeah. And remember that we start the program on June 23rd with a keynote policymaker presentation by former Congressman Will Hurd. Going to be very exciting. Remember, he is an expert in the technology space, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the dark side hack of the critical pipeline that caused gas shortages throughout the U.S. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that should be very interesting. And I think there'll be some lessons for all employers that'll come out of that discussion. Absolutely right. You know what else, Joe, is going to be interesting? Uh, that this is the first time Ogletree will be holding a hybrid event with both in-person and virtual audiences. Well, as I've said many times on this podcast, Dennis, it's both exciting and frightening. Yes. Uh, but I feel a lot better after we announced this week that the host of the virtual program will be Shafika Giratani. Shafika is a friend of the pod, mm -hmm. having mm -hmm. been back on one of our first broadcasts. She's a shareholder in Ogletree Deacon's Austin office and a member of the firm's board of directors. Hey, Shafika. Welcome back, Shafika. Hello, Joe and Dennis. Good to be back. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, so Shafika, uh, why are we holding a virtual program? Great question, Dennis. You know, I think as we all uh, hopefully see the light at the end of this COVID tunnel, we understand, you know, some companies haven't projected budget yet for people to come in person, or some people just might not feel comfortable coming in person yet. So really with the great success that we had with our virtual program last year, we decided this year to have the best of both worlds and do a hybrid approach, both in person and virtual. And we're really excited about it. Shafika, what should those who are participating in the virtual format expect? Everyone that participates virtually can really expect the same great agenda that we're going to have in person. And we're gonna have some special treats. Of course, as you both uh, announced, yours truly will be hosting uh, the virtual segment and we're gonna have some special sessions here and there, uh, which I am really excited about. Joe, you mentioned that this is, I think, a huge undertaking. 
to have both an in-person session and virtually, and hopefully to do it as seamlessly as possible. So we're excited about that. I think teachers across America have been doing something like this all year, a hybrid approach, and, and we know uh, it's gonna be great. We're, we're excited for all those that'll be participating virtually. Yeah, I saw on the brand new virtual agenda, we're going to have some really special content for the virtual audience. There's going to be the coffee and conversations on Thursday and Friday morning. There's going to be a special Q&A panel at the end of the day on Thursday. Uh, in between sessions, you're going to take questions. You're going to you're going to do some interviews. You, you're going to have a busy, busy couple of days. Lots of great stuff. So we're we're definitely excited. OK, so most importantly now, uh, at least it is for me when I'm going to a conference. Uh, are there going to be prizes for the virtual audience? Yes, indeed. Same great door prizes. Even if you are not at the in-person door, the virtual door will also have door prizes and great ones. So uh, hope everyone out there that can't make it in person is considering participating virtually. Uh, it's going to be great. Excellent. Well, you can be relieved. No, I can't be relieved. That's that right. You can That's sleep right. at night knowing right. that. Well, Shafika, thank you so much for serving as the face of the virtual program. And we look forward to seeing you in Austin in just one month. Just one month. Looking forward to it. Thanks. See you, Shafika. See you, Shafika. Bye. Bye. Sounds like it's going to be a great event whether you join us in person in Austin or virtually in your home or office. Uh, there's no question about that, Dennis. And you know, one of the speakers from the program is our second guest here today. Yes, Tay Phillips is an employment lawyer in Ogilvy's Birmingham, Alabama office, who is also an expert in an area that is spreading like a weed. Oh, very funny line, Dennis, because mm. Tay is an expert on managing marijuana issues in the workplace. Welcome to the show, Tay. Hey, Tay. Hey, Joe. Hey, Dennis. That makes my mother so proud for you to say that, Dennis. <laughs> well, that's always our goal here that's on the right, podcast. Right. You know, it's funny. Not very many people say that, that yeah. as being a, a guest on our show that's right. makes anybody proud. But yeah. that's okay. It's We've nice been talking to hear a lot that. about mamas here on the show the last couple of well, weeks. Well, that's though. true. Last yes, week you yes. had a good story. I'm sure we're going to come back to that a little yes, bit later today yes, when we, we talk are. about uh, the wine. Well, you know, um, Tay, it seems to me that more and more states are legalizing marijuana in one fashion or another. What have been the key developments so far in 2021? Yeah, that's true, Joe. So really the most notable development so far in 2021 is the emergence of a new evil, and that is either direct or indirect employment protections for recreational pot users in New York and New Jersey. So in New Jersey, they passed a recreational marijuana law earlier this year that actually provides for express employment protections for recreational marijuana users with very few exceptions to that fairly restrictive law. And in New York, um, the recreational marijuana bill created an indirect protection through a separate lawful off-duty conduct law. And we're already seeing clients who are getting deemed for that and trying to help them work through those. So those have really been the two biggest developments, but then in addition to that, recreational marijuana has been approved in other states, New Mexico and Virginia. Medical marijuana was approved in my state of Alabama. Um, and Mississippi's medical marijuana law was actually overturned. So there's been quite a bit of, of activity already in 2021, and I would expect to see some more. So what challenges do these new laws cause for employers? Well, Dennis, you know, first and foremost, 
the biggest challenge is that with the number of states that have legalized marijuana for either medical or recreational purposes expanding, that just means that employers have more things to worry about in more places. And then perhaps some employers are facing uh, workplace marijuana issues for the first time. And so that's a very difficult challenge for our employers. And I think looking forward, perhaps most importantly, the train is, is not going to stop anytime soon. And employers have to know that this is something that is going to continue to expand and they cannot stop it. And as the laws continue to expand, so do the employment protections as well. So it's a, a like you said, spreading like weeds uh, issue that just is a novel uh, and difficult challenge. Yeah, don't steal Dennis's line like that. You might have to pay a royalty you on that definitely joke will have that, to pay a royalty, that he yes. came up with. Uh, tell, so, but tell me, you know, I know you do a lot of um, advice and counsel in this area, working with employers all across the country, a lot of multi-state employers who are dealing with these different laws. But what, what are the biggest issues that employers are facing with marijuana and the workplace? That's a good question, Joe. I think it's really threefold. First, as I mentioned earlier, these laws, they change. There are new laws that are implemented every year. There are changes to existing laws, and that just makes it impossibly hard for employers to keep up with. So I think that's one of the biggest challenges. I think second, when you talk about the phrase marijuana in the workplace, it is much more complex, much more complicated, and much broader than I think employers realize. Um, it is not just a drug testing issue. Uh, it touches on more subtopics and issues than you can count, including not only drug testing, but workplace safety, compliance with the laws themselves, disability accommodation issues, and that's just to name a few. And then last, I think it's an interesting issue because there is a, a certain moral uh, conflict, I think, that a lot of people have, and it's where morals in the law appear to conflict. And I think there's just a fundamental misunderstanding of, of the topic in general. Um, so I think it's, it, that is what makes it such a hard and challenging issue for employers to navigate. Interesting. How is Ogletree working with employers to, to help tackle some of these issues? Yeah, so we, we want employers to remain informed, but we also want employers to develop some type of deeper understanding of this very complicated topic. So what we try and do is we try and pump out a good bit of public-facing content to help clients through blogs, through webinars, and through some of the great programming that we put on, and more specifically that you two put on, uh, through workplace strategies, corporate counsel exclusive, and other uh, mediums. And then we've also recently developed a subscription-based tool to join our already very popular suite of OD Comply subscriptions to help employers. We've got a lot of different ways that we're trying to help employers deal with this issue. Tay, where can people find all that great content that you guys generate? So it can all be found through the website. Um, it's on the public facing website on the solutions page. That's where you can link to OD Comply. And then you can also find all of the great webinar and blog based content on the website as well, Joe. Ogletree.com and to the solutions tab, right? That's right. Great. Well, Tay, uh, thank you so much for your time today in helping us understand these issues. And uh, thanks for being one of our speakers for Workplace Strategies 2020 on the virtual platform. You're welcome. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks, See Joe. You. Take care, Tay. Wow, we really had some great substance today, Dennis. Absolutely. And we haven't even scratched the surface 
on the topics that are going to be covered in Workplace Strategies this year. That's right. We have over 40 different sessions. And if you're not registered, you need to do so soon. You can either join us in Austin in person or you can participate on the virtual platform. Either one, you're going to get the same great content. Well, I guess there's one thing left for us to do, Dennis. What's that, Joe? I guess we need to talk about our wine. Well, let's see. Last week, uh, I had uh, the Buena Vista, the sheriff, which told the story of the man who left San Diego County to to, to pursue purple gold in Sonoma, if 1857. You wanna, if you want to call it a story. And I had the Gerard uh, mixed blacks that reminded me of the story about my mama's yeast rolls. Yeah, yeast rolls. They, they, they taste like clowns? Flavored clouds. Flavored clouds. Yes, That's light and airy. Light and airy yeast rolls. I, you know, I still am a little upset that I didn't get invited to ever have your mama's yeast roll. Oh, no, Joe, you're upset that you didn't win last week. <laughs> that, too. That, there's no question uh, about that, because I really wanted you to wear that, that sheriff's badge, because mm-hmm. you were if, if, if you had lost, you were going to have to wear the, the sheriff's badge. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So that's two Did weeks in a row for you. Row. Uh, yeah, I, after a long losing streak. Uh, you go, America. <laughs> Well, uh, congratulations to Renee Duckworth. Uh, Renee, uh, you get to choose between a bottle of the Buena Vista Sheriff or the Gerard Mixed Blacks, and it will be my pleasure and honor to uh, send it to you. Dennis did give me great instructions on how to send out the wine because he'd become a real pro at it over the six weeks before that. But I've picked it back up and like riding a bike. Like riding a bike. Yeah, I can can do it again. Well, okay, we've got two more uh, wines to talk about uh, this week. It's your choice how you would like to, would you like to go first or second? I'll give you one guess, Joe. (laughs) I think you want to go second. There you go, Joe. I, you know what? I'm absolutely okay with that because okay. you're not even going to need to watch the rest of this video cast podcast after you hear about this wine because this is the wine that you're going to want to vote for. It's called The Poet. It's from Cosentino Winery, and it's Ameritage. Now, Ameritage is really kind of a name that they made up in Napa. Really, they just made it up. It means, you know, red wine, sort of like uh, Super Tuscan is in Italy. It's just sort of a made-up concept. And what it really is is an alternative to a blend a la the Bordeaux blends Mm. in in France. And, you know, we've become used to hearing this word meritage, and you'll see it on a lot of wines. It's on this bottle right, right here. But the poet is actually the very first Meritage, the very first wine designated as a meritage is the poet. And you know why did they call it the poet? Because poets use words to create emotions. But the emotions that the poet creates are interpreted differently by every individual that reads that poem. So it is true with the poet. Yes, the winemaker blends the grapes in order to create emotion, but then everybody tastes it differently. But everybody enjoys it. Whatever you like, whichever grape you enjoy, they're likely in this bottle, and you will enjoy the poet as well. 
the first Meritage from Napa Valley. Very interesting story, Joe. Very interesting story. There was no reference of a food item. Very interesting story. And that is the difference between <laughs> us. There was no reference of a food item. No yeast rolls. No yeast rolls, no, no yeast food rolls. items at all. Well, I'm going to change that up right now. So this weekend, my wife and I are going to have a small backyard gathering. We haven't done so in a very, very long time. We're really looking forward to it. As some of you know by now, I love to cook. The last time my wife and I attended a backyard gathering, uh, one of our friends was grilling pepper-crusted salmon. Pepper-crusted salmon, right? And uh, he grilled it perfectly. On the outside, it was seared and uh, kind of crusty. On the inside, it was medium cool. It was perfect. And he was pouring Cabernet. One of the other people that was at the barbecue started going on and on and on about how you don't have Cabernet with fish and how he's pouring the wrong wine and on and on and on. What this smart aleck didn't know was that... Uh, this particular Cabernet that it was pouring was really, really good with spicy fish, pepper-crusted salmon. And I will tell you, it was absolutely delicious. And this guy just kept mouthing on and on and on until he had a glass. And then he shut up, and the rest of us enjoyed our meal. He was pouring the 2017 Jacuzzi Cabernet, and it's delicious with grilled foods, including salmon. I like that voice you were doing in there, that, the voice of the smart aleck. Oh, was I doing a voice? Yeah, you did a little bit of a voice. I kind of went back in my head to what he <laughs> sounded like in my head. Yeah. Was, okay. I, I like, that, was, that was good. So, okay. And uh, do, do you enjoy that in the hot tub as well? Well, I have never had that in the hot tub. You know, you're not supposed to drink when you're in your hot tub. You know? Oh, okay. But I, I was referencing more to the name. You know, oh, I understood what you were referencing. I understood. I understood. To the jacuzzi yes. winery. Yes. There. No, I, I, yeah. I don't have that while I'm in the hot tub, no. Okay. okay. Well, <sighs> uh, good, good, good story. You see what I deal with, America? Good story. Um, <laughs> the voice is my – that's my favorite, I have to say. Um, you have to bring that back. I have to get that in Austin when we're up on, up on stage. I we'll think we can make that happen. Have that special vote. Well, you get to decide uh, which story you prefer. Uh, and all you need to do if you're on the video cast is vote on the, on the poll that's available to you uh, right now. Uh, we do appreciate that. And then next week we'll announce – uh, who had the story that was preferred by our audience, and one of you will win a bottle of wine. You can get included in the bowl. It's a huge bowl. Big bowl. Big, big, big bowl. Big, big bowl. By either voting in the polling if you're on the video cast, or by subscribing if you're on the podcast, or do both and get included twice. Dennis, good show. What else do we need to talk about? I don't think there's anything left to talk about, Joe. I think we covered quite a lot. We have three yes. episodes left. Absolutely right. Looking 14, forward to 14, seeing you all 15. in Austin if you're going to be there uh, or in our virtual conference if you're not going to be there in person. And make sure you're registered. Time is running out four weeks from today. Absolutely. The day that the podcast is released, four weeks from the program uh, beginning. And until next week. I'm Joe Beachport. And I'm Dr. Dennis Davis. And this has been Workplace Strategies Update.